Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alita. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to the club. Hello, guys. Welcome to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. We're so happy you're here. We have some pretty fun things to talk about today. So this week's episode is all about pregnancy-safe skincare. And before we get started with our episode, we are going to start with our weekly favorite and our weekly updates. So Rachel, what are your weekly favorites and weekly updates? So my weekly favorite is, okay, it's actually something you recommended to me. This is an Alita recommendation. <laughs> um, there, it's Mary Ruth Organics. Um, I've been taking a turmeric probiotic, an ultra digestive food enzyme, and I'm trying chlorophyll. I've heard good oh, yeah. things about it. I've seen other Estes post about chlorophyll. Um, I guess it has benefits on the skin. I haven't really been using it long enough to really tell. Um, but I know it has like lots of other benefits like inflammation and something with your blood cells. Honestly, I <laughs> don't even really know, but I just know it's really good for you. So I've been taking them and I really liked it so far, but don't confuse chlorophyll with chloroform. Oh my gosh. Kill yourself. So Wait, is chlorophyll, is it derived from like some sort of sea plant or uh -huh. something? Yeah. Do you remember what, what it is? Um, I was just looking it up. Let's see. Because I've seen so many people post about it, but it's like a bright green. So I'm like, it must be something yeah. underwater. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't find it, but it helps with skin healing. So it says it's a blood builder. Detoxification apparently helps with cancer. Oh, wow. Um, It aids in weight loss. A natural deodorant. Oh. That's something I did not know. Interesting. Like, do you have to use it topically or ingest it for that to work? Um... I have no idea. Well, we'll look no into idea, it. No idea, but I ingest it. Give a report. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Does so. it have a flavor? Yeah, it's mint. Oh. It's yum. a mint flavor that you can just like drop on your tongue. However, I just mix all of my supplements that are liquid into my morning water. Oh, nice. Um, and so I don't really taste it when I mix yeah. everything together because it's kind of strong. I don't really like to use it on its own. But I've just been trying to focus more on my gut health. And so that's why Mary Ruth is my favorite this week. It's so good. And I just, she has great products and they're always on sale. <laughs> yeah, I got mine on sale. Yeah. Super nice. I love those. Um, And my update this week is really nothing crazy from last week. We're still moved out. But I'm really excited because I have a massage with my girl Marianne this week. <laughs> and I have not had a massage in over a year. Oh, wow. It's been a really long time. And I remember when I got in my car accident last year, I really wanted to get one. Mm -hmm. But I just couldn't find time to get in. And so I like made time. I booked this massage like two months ago because oh she books out because um, she's so good. She's at Glam Studios. But... I'm looking forward to that because I have that this week. So that's so nice. <laughs> that's oh. My little update. Massages are the best. They are. But okay, let's hear your weekly favorite and big update. Okay. So my weekly favorite this week is Lollico. 
So I posted about it on my stories a couple days ago, but we went to a boutique. It's called Sugar Plums Market, I think. And it was in Gilbert. It's at the Potato Barn. It's just like a bunch of local um, small businesses just come and sell their goods at this place. And there was this company called Lollico, and they sell like clean soap for kids. So typically I use Tubby Todd, but I think it's like a 12 ounce bottle is like close to 40 bucks, I think, or 30 bucks or something for like a body wash for kids because it's like all clean and stuff. But this one, it's like a shampoo and a body wash for babies. That's only 20 bucks for or like 19 bucks for like a 18 ounce bottle or something. So it's like a really good price point and like they smell really nice and are completely clean ingredients. So Lollico is my weekly favorite this week. And then a weekly update. Um, I start taking clients tomorrow. So I'm super excited to finally Yay. start working again. And a life update is we're pregnant. <laughs> We're pregnant I'm with baby number two. So excited. So uh, that's why today's episode, we're talking all about pregnancy safe skincare because this is Alita, by the way. Alita's pregnant. Not Rachel. <laughs> I am not pregnant. So yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit about my pregnancy so far and just how we found out in a, a couple of other things. So baby number two. So I'm going to tell you guys about how we found out that we are pregnant with baby number two. So um, for the last like year, I think it's it's been pretty close to a year. We have known that we wanted to have another baby and about a year ago we had just moved into our home here in like Queen Creek area. So um, yeah, we just knew like around Jovi's first birthday in July that we were going to start talking about when we wanted to start trying for another baby. So when July came, we were thinking like, okay, anytime after July, which was July of 2021, like we're ready to have a baby. But then when her birthday came, we're like, holy cow, we still have an infant and we are not ready <laughs> for another baby. So um, we decided to start trying in January. Um, but this has been like literally almost like a year, <laughs> a year in the works of just like thoughtfully thinking of when we wanted to start trying for our next baby. So in December, actually, we um, we actually found out we were pregnant. And then early January, so actually on New Year's Day, I started to miscarry. And so we had a miscarriage between my pregnancy with Jovi and with this one. And we knew that we wanted to continue trying for another baby because we really wanted to have another baby sometime this year. And in order to do that, I mean, you have only a few months <laughs> at the beginning of the year to have a baby by the end of the year. So we just decided, you know, like we're just going to continue trying. And so, um, so yeah, we found out three weeks after I miscarried that we were pregnant again. So honestly, it's been kind of... It's it's been kind of weird because just I guess getting pregnant so quickly after having a miscarriage it's a very like emotional roller coaster that honestly I haven't really talked to many people about but um we are now very excited and yeah so it's been it's been good so far um 
So in, happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, in regards to like how I'm feeling first trimester, you know, it just kicks your butt. I'm really, um, I'm really grateful. I, I typically have had very easy pregnancies. <laughs> and so um, I guess my biggest like pregnancy um, symptom that I've had has just been like extremely tired yeah (laughs) just tired all the time but um other than that I'm not throwing up I haven't thrown up yet so I hope that I don't throw up anymore (laughs) or at all were you that way with Jovi yeah so and that was another thing that like I was kind of thinking well I wonder if it's a girl because I mean my symptoms have been very similar I I knew that I was pregnant before I was like before I got a test because I just like start breaking out like purging all along my jawline Mm -hmm. like right before I find a positive pregnancy test and it's just kind of crazy like my skin just like shows it immediately like (laughs) the second that it happens and so I could tell from that but um another pregnancy symptom that I have had with I guess like the three pregnancies is just like if I don't eat first thing in the morning I feel nauseous but not to the point of throwing up. It's to the point of like passing out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. It's just like I'm like ravenous and I need fuel in my body like the second that my eyes are open. Yeah. But other than that, I feel pretty dang good. So I am by the time this episode comes out, I will officially be out of my first trimester, which after that, it's like smooth sailing until the third trimester. So good. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty excited. So yeah, those are some updates. Good. Can you talk about some of your favorite products that you've been using while being pregnant? Yes. So because my skin, it doesn't like have huge breakouts when I'm pregnant, but it just purges tiny breakouts. And so I've been using the Mandela- Mandelic Serum from Face Reality, and that's been really helpful like with congestion and just kind of keeping it at bay. Beta gel has been really good because when I do get those breakouts it just kind of heals them (laughs) yeah and then um I love the alpha therapeutic body scrub from Glymed just as my body's like growing and stretching it just like gets really dry and so I really like that one that's good awesome yeah do you use any belly oils or do you plan on taking any supplements or do you take any supplements so with belly oils with my pregnancy with Jovi I didn't get any like visible stretch marks. I feel like towards the very end, my belly just looked really like veiny, yeah, <laughs> just like really stressed out. But um, I was actually using daily repair on my belly throughout my pregnancy oh, with Jovi because it like yeah. helps to boost the collagen production in your skin. Yeah. Um. But this pregnancy, I, I for some reason ordered. Glymed's massage oil and it actually has a ton of really good ingredients in it and so I'm like I'm just gonna try this and so I mean I I'm gonna use that and if it works great and I'll let you guys know if anything else happens with it but I do like to use the daily repair when my belly is getting really big and itchy and also with my last pregnancy I used um diluted coconut oil like the kind that you put in um like oil ball rollers, you know, Mm -hmm. or like topically, like when you apply essential oils topically. Yeah. I'd use the diluted coconut oil with a couple of drops of frankincense because that's super healing. Oh. And so I'd rub that all over my big belly and that helps too. 
Yeah. So I have a really long torso. So I think that that helps me not, I guess, protrude out so far. So I don't think that, I think that that's maybe why my stomach didn't get stretch marks. But cool. Because the shorter you are, like the further out yeah. you have to go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, then I also take Mary Ruth's Organics Probiotic, um, like their prenatal probiotic and their B3, B12 supplement, their gummies. And I really like them. <laughs> oh, they're gummies? Um, the B3, B12 supplement. And then, but the other ones are pills. I've tried the okay. liquid form. It's okay. It's just if you're in your first trimester and if things just like don't taste good, yeah. which is like really common. And like when, because when you're pregnant, your nose is like so strong. Yes. <laughs> and so it's just like you can smell every yeah. like ingredient in there and it's just yeah. smells healthy and you just don't want to take it. So. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, do you want to say the gender of your baby? Yes. So we actually found out the gender about, it's been, I think, almost two weeks now. Um, but we are having another little girl and we are so excited. <laughs> and I knew it. You knew it. I knew you were having a second girl. Yeah. I just had a feeling. I had a dream like the week before we found out. And, um, I was nursing like a little baby girl, but she had darker features. And so I don't know, hmm. like my daughter's <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes, and I have like typically I'm brown hair, brown eyes. And so I'm curious if like our next baby cool. will like have light features or she dark features. She pulls more of your features. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Um, can you share some of the names that you love but won't be using? So, yeah. So we have a lot of names that we like. Um... We on it. We don't have a name picked out yet, so if we end up using one of these names, um, <laughs> don't be surprised. So we like the name Bobby, Bobby Brock. I like the double B. I think that's cute. I love that. And the name Bobby just like has meaning with our family. And then Margot, I think is cute. My mom's name is Margarita, and then when she moved to the U.S., she ended up going by by Margot. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but my niece's name is Margot, like M-A-R-G-O-T, but you say it Margot. So yeah. I don't want to steal that name, but I mean, both of the girls are going to be like 14 years apart in age. So by the it's time still, my niece yeah. is a senior in high school, my daughter will not even be in kindergarten. I think it's fine. I think it'd be fine, too. So... We're still talking about that one. I have to convince Ryder, though. <laughs> and then we like the name Tommy. Um, it's just cute. I have a friend whose daughter's name is Tommy, and I just think it, it fits, and it's so cute. And then I like the name Birdie. I think Birdie's really Birdie cute. Birdie Brock, the double Birdie Bs Brock. again. Yep. And then Opal is another one. And my due date's actually October, and like it's the beginning of October, so... If you guys know, the birthstone of October is Opal, and I think Opal would just be a really cute girl name. That is so cute. <laughs> I love it. And I just think it would like kind of fit the the vibe, you know? Yeah. So we, we don't have a name picked out. We are open to name suggestions. So please send me some because I want my baby to have a name before she gets here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think those are really cute. Thank you. Um, so when is your exact due date? It's October 6th, but I delivered Jovi two weeks early. She just came naturally two weeks early. So this very well could be a September baby, oh, yeah. which would then ruin the name Opal for me. Yeah. I mean, it's still <laughs> a cute name, but it yeah. just would have, you wouldn't have the birthstone. Yes. 
Um, do you plan on doing an unmedicated birth? Yes. This time I am hoping to do unmedicated. I did a medicated birth with Jovi and I didn't, I mean, my birth with Jovi, if you haven't heard it, it's like for a first time mom, probably the best that it could have ended up for me. Um, like I had labored at home for 12 hours and then I didn't even know I was in labor till I got to the hospital. We went to the hospital just to make sure that everything was okay. Oh, wild. <laughs> wow. And when I got there, I was dilated to a six. I was 100% effaced. And then um, I got whisked to the delivery room. And then they told me like, well, if you want an epidural, it's either now or never. And I didn't love the pressure of that. It just felt like really like my goal was to do it like right. I didn't really have like. I guess like a mindset of like I'm doing unmedicated yeah which I think if you're going to do unmedicated you need to have that mindset and like because obviously when push comes to shove like you got to be ready yes (laughs) and so um then I so they said like it's now or never I had just witnessed my sisters give birth like a year before and it was slightly traumatic to to watch just like such a long and painful labor that my sister went through yeah so I decided you know what it's my first time I have no idea what to expect I'm just going to do a medic or I'm just going to do medicated so I got the epidural and then within an hour Jovi was born and I didn't I just had to like do a deep exhale and she came out like no pushing it was just really clean and simple no tearing so I feel like my body Amazing. is like, it's ready, you know? And I just, I would rather this time just trust my body that it knows what it's doing. And I have a um, a midwife this time. And so I do feel like I have someone that's like a little bit more advocating for me. And like my doctor just happened to be out of town when I delivered Jovi. So I didn't even know the doctor. So it was just a lot of things have led me to want to try unmedicated and I regret not doing it with Jovi. So I decided for this one, I'm going to try to do unmedicated, but I think all births are like amazing. I just think it's so cool that women have been giving birth like without medication for yeah since the beginning of time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's just crazy. kind of cool to like see what your body can do because like women are built to birth. It's made to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's just, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. I hope so. You can. <laughs> uh, so you will be having a doula with so baby number two. I have a midwife, which is different than a doula. So a doula is kind of like your support person. They're not like a nurse typically or mm-hmm. I guess any like medical professional. Um, But with Jovi, I have a friend named Ellie and she is a doula and I met with her about I think it was like a week before I actually had Jovi and I was thinking I'd have like a few weeks to repair. Yeah. But I like went to lunch with her and she just told me like all this super important and useful information about like giving birth and like knowing your rights in the hospital and all these things like that I did not know that you could advocate for in the hospital or like for yourself for in the hospital or for your baby. And so I think this time I feel like I have enough education to advocate for myself and same with my husband I think since then we've really like had open communication about like what we want and what we don't want yeah during our experience at the hospital and for our babies so also with the midwife if you I don't typically have like a rigid birth plan I'm like 
I just know I want like delayed cord clamping. I want to do skin to skin. Mm -hmm. I want to breastfeed. Like really simple things that aren't too much to ask for. So I don't, I don't feel like I really have a strict birth plan that I need a doula for. Yeah. Um, but I think having a doula would be amazing. And also with COVID restrictions, you can only have a certain amount of people in the hospital. Oh, that's true. So, and like your doula would have to be your support person. Yeah. If I could only bring one person, it's like, okay, bye husband. I want my doula. You know? <laughs> kind of sad. Yeah. yeah so but it's pretty okay. much like a one yeah. or the other kind of situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So are you feeling a little more nervous this round um, because you're doing it differently or do you feel pretty confident because you have given birth before? I think... Hmm. I'm more nervous because um I I still like have never experienced the pain of doing it unmedicated. Yeah. But just the unknown of that. Just, yeah, the unknown of that. But I'm a lot more excited for this round because this is what I was hoping for with Jovi. Yeah. And after like after how my birth went with Jovi, I'm like, I got this. I can do this. I've done this before. I know like what to kind of expect, at least in like the beginning parts of labor and like the beginning of transitional labor. And so I feel a lot more prepared, but it's still like a little bit nerve wracking. But I remember right after I had Jovi, I looked at Ryder and I was like, I want to do that again. Like that was so fun. Like I want to give birth every really? single day. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, just like, it's so magical. And it's it honestly feels like so like almost heavenly, just like. I don't know. I don't know, like, another way to describe it, but, like, you just feel so close well, to, like, it's literally, heaven. like, a miracle. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, I think it's just, like, the most special moment, and it's, like, really yeah. emotional, and I don't know. I just, like, Aww. get emotional even, like, thinking about it. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Well, okay. Last thing. Does Jovi... <laughs> how is Jovi feeling? She's young, so it's probably hard for her to understand, but does she, like, know, like, there's a baby in there or there's a baby coming? Like, does she have any understanding to baby number two coming? I try to tell her every day, like, you're going to be a sister, and, like, we're getting her, like, little books that talk Aww. about, like, being a sister, and, Cute. like, she's watching shows that... I don't know, like about like babies coming home and I, I'm trying to like expose her to those kinds of things, but she has no idea. Okay. <laughs> she has no idea, but she loves like her own little toy babies and she loves to play with them and she's like super nurturing. Like she always hugs them and like tucks them in bed and gives them kisses. Aww. So I think she'll be a good she'll like be a big good sister, sister, but she's definitely a daddy's girl. So I don't, I don't really think she'll care very much honestly like in the beginning even after the baby's yeah. here like if I'm nursing a lot because she prefers to just like hang out with Ryder whenever he's I home. didn't know she's a daddy's girl a hundred percent she's a daddy's girl like she didn't even start saying mama until like a week ago oh my gosh. actually that's right I've heard her say dada a lot but I've never heard yeah. her say mama <laughs> like the first thing she says she like wakes up and she like I start changing her diaper she's like dada 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 and then she'll like run around the house and he's already left for work and she'll start like knocking on the garage door saying dada dada and like runs into our bedroom to try to look for him like i'm like he's never home like why are you so attached to him oh that's so funny she's my friend yeah my dog is a daddy's girl really yeah stella definitely prefers like jason over me i do feel like female dogs do typically like 
favor the male in the yeah. in the house. Yeah. Because that's also how Bean is. Definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little update on this little baby. So we're going to start talking all about pregnancy skincare for you guys. Um, if you're an esthetician, these are some good things to remember. If you're pregnant or if you're nursing, these are also just really helpful for you. Or if you just are interested in skincare and what to use and what not to use, this is for you. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about pregnancy safe ingredients. So your AHAs are totally safe. So that includes your glycolic acid, citric acid, lactic acid, malic acid, tartaric acid, and things like that. Um, enzymes are totally safe. So like papain, papain bromelain, things like that. Basic chemical peels. Generally, when you're pregnant, you want to stay away from anything aggressive. But something like the oxygen peel from Glymed, just a few layers of that, totally safe. Tyrosinase inhibitors are safe. Sunscreen, for sure, because you are more sensitive when you are pregnant. And antioxidants. So just some more of these ingredients that are great. So a couple of these are AHAs. Um, others are just great ingredients to use. So there's glycolic, mandelic, azelaic, ascorbic, lactic, kojic, beta-glucan, niacinamide, peptides, hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, and sulfur are all great during pregnancy. Some not safe ingredients are retinols, benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, no more than like 5%, hydroquinone, parabens, CBD, and arnica. Those are just better to kind of stay away from. Um, they don't have a ton of testing behind them. I know that there are some estheticians who continue to use some of these um, because the odds of them getting into your bloodstream are little with the percentages that are used. Um, so just ask your doctor, proceed with caution, mm -hmm. and follow whatever they recommend for you. Yeah. Better to just be safe. No one really wants to be a test subject right, exactly. when they're pregnant. And so that's why. But generally you should be fine mm -hmm. so some things that you can do while pregnant include dermaplaning basic chemical peels led light therapy jelly masks dmk enzyme therapy hydrofacial without the glycol part so the hydrofacial does have a part that has salicylic acid in it and it's a really small percentage but it's always better to consult with your doctor about something before um, so those are just a few treatments that are safe and things that you shouldn't do include microneedling, chemical peels, and ultrasonic. You can add in your two cents, but I've heard mixed things about ultrasonic. I have too. <laughs> so we just don't do it Yeah. just because there are mixed things, but I know there are some estheticians that do do ultrasonic. And so yeah. I feel like that one, it's just kind of... I think it's another one of those things that like there hasn't been like enough testing yeah. but the ultrasonic it's it's not anything that'll rattle your bones or anything like that yeah. but it just it's something that doesn't have a ton of testing behind it with pregnancies so they just say if you're pregnant just avoid it so yeah I think just do whatever your doctor tells you and also like in regards to um different ingredients um, like look through your bottles and everything if you're pregnant or breastfeeding or 
anything like that. And pay attention to your skin when it happens because you'll notice that sometimes when you're using some sort of acid, like whether it's like lactic or glycolic or anything, it burns. Like it'll it'll stingle, stingy tingle so bad. Um, I have a glycolic acid that's a 10% serum. And that in reference, that's like the gentle face wash from Glymed. That also is like 10%, I think, glycolic acid. Yeah. And that lights my face on fire when I'm pregnant. But when I'm not pregnant, I don't feel it at all. And as someone who has gotten tons of chemical peels and tons of treatments, like even my skin gets extremely sensitive (laughs) during pregnancy. So just be intuitive and um, you just you don't want to use ingredients that harm your skin, essentially, like you're it's only for a season. You can cut out a couple of things for a few months and it's not going to last forever. You can go back to using your favorite products, but focus on barrier care. Exactly. Yeah, you just know? nourishing your skin, being nice to it. Yeah. <laughs> and everything. Because your hormones are changing like crazy. So if you're someone that is very acne prone while pregnant, using like mandelic and sulfur are going to be super helpful and like beta glucan. Um, if you're needing some lightness, maybe some lactic or kojic, vitamin C is great. Um, just like a little exfoliant, anything with glycolic is great. Mm-hmm. Or even like enzymes, mm-hmm. like the Glymed Ultra Hydrating so good. Enzyme Mask. Do that a few times a week. Like if you're sensitive, make that be your exfoliant. Mm-hmm. Use it a few times a week and it's also going to hydrate your skin while exfoliating. Totally. And it's super gentle. You can put that on your belly. If yeah. Like, because a lot of times like as your belly's growing, it gets so dry and so itchy. So putting like tons of hydrating products, just like bring it all the way from your face down to your belly. Like yeah, <laughs> all the way down, you can just keep your skin super protected. And another thing while like while you're even like on birth control or pregnant or just any sort of hormonal change, your skin is so prone to pigmentation. So if you guys are familiar with the term uh, melasma, it's pregnancy mask. A lot of times people call it. It's essentially a pigment that covers your face. A lot of times it's like on the upper lip. For some women, it covers the entire face. For others, it covers just like clumps (laughs) of different parts. But a good way to avoid getting that is to wear your sunscreen and to use antioxidants in your skincare so that you're melanocytes aren't harmed (laughs) yeah because your skin is so fragile and sensitive um you're a lot more likely to sunburn to the max when you're pregnant so just be super careful take care of your skin take care of your barrier and yeah yeah Yeah. and if you're dealing with like acne and you're like super frustrated Come in for like a DMK treatment because that's totally safe and DMK is so, so good, but you do have to do a series to see full benefits. Mm -hmm. But I love that for acne, aging, even pigmentation. It's really good. Like melanotech drops would be so great during pregnancy. Yeah. Um, The Urban Mineral Mist, the CBE, those DMK products are so good. And you can even put like the CBE and Urban Mineral Mist on your belly. Mm-hmm. And that'll help keep the barrier strong. Yes. It's really great for barrier repair because those two products mimic your skin's barrier. The CBE mimics your 
um, oil glands and the urban mineral mist mimics your sweat glands, which sounds kind of <laughs> weird, <laughs> but it's so good because it creates a really healthy environment for your skin so it can stay healthy. Yeah. So I think that covers pretty much. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I think. And there still are a lot of products you can have while you're pregnant. Sulfur. I love that ingredient mm -hmm. for acne or rosacea. Um, but yeah, if you ever have questions, message us because there still are great products you can use and there are treatments you can get done while you are pregnant. Yeah. I always feel like <laughs> I'm always one of the first people to find out when someone's pregnant because all my <laughs> clients message me and they're like, Hey, I just found out I'm pregnant. What can I, can, yeah. like, what can I use in my regimen? What can I not use? So if you ever have questions, just send us a picture of your regimen and say, what's yes, what's no. Yep. <laughs> and we'll just circle the ones and send the picture back to you. And then, yeah, you can be on your merry way. But um, if you are struggling with your skin while pregnant, don't worry. It's just for a season and it'll be so worth it in the end. So for sure. So yeah, that is all we have for today's episode. Yeah. We're so excited that the news is finally out about baby number two. Um, don't forget to send all of your name recommendations. <laughs> yes. And let us know if you are, um, if you guys have any recommendations for any upcoming episodes or if there's anyone that you would like to see on the podcast and if you could subscribe rate and review we'd love to hear from you and share the podcast on your instagram stories yeah just so we can see that you're listening okay and we want to do something fun for you guys for this episode so go to our last instagram post and if you leave a brown heart, we will select a random person to get a pregnancy safe product. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.